Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode. And in today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of knowing your worth and understanding your value, whether you are someone who works a nine to five or if you do have your own business. Now, today's episode is inspired by a conversation that I had recently with a fellow entrepreneur. And so I felt compelled to talk about it here on the podcast. Now, I was in the market to order some individual items for myself and for my family, and I also wanted to get these items personalized. So of course, I did what we all do as consumers. I went to the business that came front of mind when I knew what I was looking to order. And so I did reach out to someone that I know personally to see if she could fulfill the order for the items that I was looking for. And just to do a quick sidebar, this is also why it is really important as an entrepreneur to constantly promote your products and services because you want to be the first company or one of the first companies that someone thinks about when they are in the market to order certain products and services. So we have to stop being afraid to promote our companies and what we do and what we sell. And this is also relevant if you are someone who has a nine to five. Networking and making sure you're constantly putting yourself out there is equally important because you also want to be the first person or one of the first people that someone thinks about when they either have an open position at their organization or if they see an open position online. So again, just want to talk about that quickly. So let's jump back into the conversation. So I reached out to this woman and we were able to jump on a phone call quickly so we could discuss more about what I was looking for, but also to understand what her company offers. And so after some back and forth, we essentially decided that I would order the items that I needed from a different company, but I would give them to her to ultimately personalize. It was just going to make everything easier from a logistic and timing standpoint. And once we decided on how we would proceed with the order, of course, the next part of the conversation is pricing. So I asked her, how much do you charge? to personalize these items. And so she hesitated for a second and she said, I would do it for $3 per item. Now it was in that moment that I decided to essentially have a mini business coaching session with this woman because she was definitely undervaluing the service that she actually provides. And so I let her know that, hey, While I do appreciate you trying to give me a good price, there's no way I feel comfortable paying you such a small fee for a service that I know is worth a whole lot more. And so I said to her, if you're not sure about how to price this, you definitely should spend some time 
doing some market research. I know for a fact that there are companies that will charge you $1 per letter to personalize an item. You can also go to your local mall, especially during the holiday season. Many of them have those kiosks in the mall where they personalize items such as holiday stockings, ornaments, etc. And from there, you can kind of determine what your competitors are charging and then decide what you want to charge as a company. And then she did what most of us do is she started to essentially defend why she was charging the price she gave me. She felt as though because I was going to order the items and bring them to her to personalize that she didn't feel comfortable charging me a lot per item. And so I said to her, well, I appreciate you trying to give me a good price. And of course, if you want to have special pricing for family and friends, and then you have your standard pricing, there is nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, you are running a business and you want to make sure that when you are providing a product or service that one, it is so profitable for you. And two, you feel good about what you are charging your customer. Because if we stick with the $3 per item that she was charging me, I needed 16 of these items. And so with all of that work, she would make less than $50 on this sale. And because I know this individual personally, I didn't feel good about paying such a low fee for a service that one, she's really good at, and two, I know a lot of companies charge a whole lot more for a similar service. And honestly speaking, her service would be better because I know that she's going to put some extra sauce and extra designs on these items and she's going to go above and beyond for myself and for my family. And then she was doing what most of us do. We undervalue our expertise. She has been doing this for a couple of years now. And so I said to her, let's think about how much time you've spent learning and perfecting your craft. How much material have you wasted working on certain things, trying new things out? And she was like, yeah, I've definitely wasted a lot of material. And so when you are pricing your products and services, you have to take all of that into account. And if it is a situation where you are not sure what to charge the client, that is when you let them know, hey, I will need to give back to you and I will send you a quote for what it is that you are looking for. But I think for many of us, we are so afraid about not making that sale that instead of taking the time to think about what we should charge, we are throwing out any price, whether it's a good price or a bad price, because we are afraid about the customer not wanting to wait. And so we sell ourselves short instead of making a strategic and intentional business decision. And so I am sharing this story with you because we as women, especially we as women of color, are in this constant space of undervaluing ourselves, whether we are in a career 
or if we do have our own business and we do, honestly speaking, have to stop the madness. Now, I am, of course, speaking from personal experience because I have definitely done this myself, more so in my business than in my career. And over the years, I have had to become comfortable in charging my worth regardless of whether I think someone can or cannot afford the services that I provide. Now, of course, I am very mindful of the fact that everyone is in a different place in their financial journey. So there might be someone, for example, who wants to enroll in my investing accelerator, but they literally cannot afford it right now. And so as a business owner, this is where I have taken a step back and I have essentially created different products and services to meet my clients where they are, either in their financial journey or in regards to their budget and what they can afford currently. And honestly speaking, we have to stop worrying about being affordable and really worrying about making sure that whatever we are providing, whether it is a service or product, that the value is there. So when someone is ready to make a purchase, that they are getting the best product and service from your company and they are going to have an amazing customer experience. Now, of course, when it comes to pricing, you also want to position yourself in the market. Are you looking to be the Walmart of your industry? Are you looking to be the Macy's of your industry? Or are you looking to be the Versace and Gucci of your industry? Now, depending upon where you are looking to position your company, that will also determine your pricing. But again, you want to make your prices based upon where you want to be in the market and two, the value that you are providing to your clients and your customers. You don't determine your pricing because you are trying to be quote unquote affordable. People buy things they can't afford every single day. That is why we have payment plans. That is why people have credit card debt. And that's also why companies like Klarna, Affirm, and Afterpay are thriving because people are looking to buy things whether or not they actually have the cash in their pockets or in their bank account. So to my fellow entrepreneurs, I really want to encourage you to focus on the value that your company is providing to your clients and potential clients. Also work on collecting testimonials because that will also help that person who might be on the fence in regards to purchasing from your company, but you cannot focus on whether or not people can quote unquote afford what you are offering. And this conversation is relevant for you if you work a nine to five as well. We as women tend to not negotiate when it comes to salary, we don't ask or look for additional perks and benefits. And so I really want you to essentially do the same thing. Whatever career industry that you are in or looking to go into, make sure you are doing market research to understand what the salary ranges are for that particular field, what perks and benefits people are looking for in that industry so you are in a better place to negotiate when you are looking to secure a new position. 
As someone who works in finance, I have seen these conversations and have been part of these conversations time and time again. We will have a hiring manager who has an amazing candidate, but they are out of our budget. And so if the manager really wants this candidate, they then come to their finance support, which was me at the time, and we're going to figure out how can we find money in the department's budget to pay for this candidate. Now, if you are a candidate and you are coming in to apply for a position and you are on the lower end of our range and you don't ask for more, we're going to essentially benefit from that as a company because now we have saved money allocated for this position and we can now use those funds somewhere else. And of course, whenever you are going into a company, that is when you have the most leverage to negotiate your salary. So again, it's really, really, really important to make sure you understand what that industry or career path is paying and determine what is your bottom line number and stick to that. Never let a company go below your lowest number because if they can get you at a cheaper price, they will gladly pay that cheaper salary. Now, of course, we let things like imposter syndrome get in the way. We don't believe that we can make the kind of money that we are looking to make. And for some crazy reason, we also feel we don't deserve to make the kind of money that other people are making. And this then becomes a vicious cycle that we really essentially need to break. So you need to fully understand the value of your years of experience, any credentials that you might have, degrees, certifications, certificates, whatever, and own it and truly understand the value that you bring to the table. When someone is interviewing you, they can absolutely read your energy. If you walk in looking as though you're just hoping to get the job, that is already setting the tone for the conversation. You need to walk into these spaces knowing your value and having so much confidence that this company has to convince you that you want to work here and not the other way around. And so I really hope that this episode hit a nerve because that's really what I'm trying to go for here because I want to trigger you to start thinking differently, to start moving differently, and more importantly, to start acting and executing differently. And so that is it for today's conversation. Again, thank you so much for stopping by. Now, of course, if you found a lot of value in today's episode, there is a link in the show notes where you can buy me a coffee. It is a great way for you to support the podcast and to let me know that you are finding a lot of value in the content that I am creating. So have an amazing day, stay safe, be blessed, and I will talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we had today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.